Good afternoon, sports fans. Welcome to another line on the mic with Living Loud Outdoors this afternoon. Coming to you on a Friday. The weekend is on the way. This week is rolling downhill fast. Actually, it's being blown south really, really quickly here in Oklahoma. The wind is still howling. I know that most of you could hear that yesterday in that podcast that wind was just ripping this house apart. And it's trying to do that again today. It's not quite as bad. Uh, I did. I went over uh, to Drumright to a restaurant. Met met Rhonda. She met me from coming over from her dad's in Sepulpa, and we had dinner together last night. And I got home to a dark house, a dark community. There wasn't any lights on anywhere. They must have had a big power outage last night, and finally got us hooked back up, and we're we're rocking and rolling again. So no loss there. Stuff's been blown all over the yard. I can't even go pick anything up yet because it just keeps blowing it away. So I'll have to wait maybe tomorrow. This uh, I think it's supposed to kind of calm down a little bit tonight, maybe. But I got to thinking today, and, and you know I know it's a scary subject for me to do sometimes is to think. But God drops things into my heart all the time, and I and I have to consider them. And and I was I was considering. I have a lot of stuff piled up here, a lot of different messages that He's given me, a lot of little words I've put together as little messages and I've got them scattered all over the place in the office. And I, you know, I just, I sat down in here this afternoon. And I thought, I really don't know a direction. I, I haven't really felt led a particular way today. Like I do sometimes. And so I just, I got in here and gotten some quiet time and, and just really kind of started reflecting on the Lord and got in the word a little bit. And, and a, and a word that kept coming to me was confidence how how many of you struggle with confidence? I'm not a very confident person. Um, I don't have I don't have confidence in myself much. Uh, I, I know that sounds silly, you know. Sometimes and everybody's like, "Oh, you know why? You're such an awesome guy." Well, from the outside looking in, a lot of times we have a we we put off a reflection, if you will, that uh, other people see that doesn't necessarily reflect what's really going on inside of us. And we're, we're good at it. We're good at hiding what's going on in our innards, in our insides. Our insides can be boiling. They can be falling apart. There can be crushing going on. And we can still smile, tell everybody, yeah, we're having a good day, you know, joke around, have fun. But inside, and when, and when we get away from people, this this confidence that we're portraying, crumbles like a like a house built on sand in the middle of a flood i mean it just falls apart i got to thinking about confidence and i and i really i I went into the word and i started finding some information about confidence that the god speaks about actually the word speaks quite a bit about confidence If, if you look up the actual definition of the word confidence the word confidence is defined by the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something. So so the, the actual word confidence is is that I would have a feeling or belief that I can rely on you or or rely on something to help me or provide for me or whatever that might be. The other side of that is firm trust. Confidence simply means firm trust. It's it's a belief that we can rely on something and it's a firm trust that we can rely on something. Today, I titled this message, The God of My Confidence. I, I, I find this kind of intriguing. The God of My Confidence. And basically, I'm just going gonna, gonna to give you some scripture and probably some of my thoughts on it in the process. But Psalms chapter 146, 
verse 3 through 9. Psalms 146, 3 through 9. And this is in the NLT because I like how it brought it out. It said, Don't put your confidence in powerful people, for there is no help for you there. That, that alone, just that first line of this scripture, and there's much more of it, but that first line of the scripture would preach its own message. Don't put your confidence in powerful people. And we have a tendency to do this. We, we have a tendency to, to maybe rely on something or someone that we know of, of power. Because, you know, hey, they could solve all of our problems, right? But it says, don't put your confidence in powerful people. There is no help for you there. When they breathe their last, they return to the earth and all their plans die with them. But joyful are those who have the God of Israel as their helper, whose hope is in the Lord their God. He made heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. I mean, think about that for a minute. Our hope and our confidence should be in God who created everything around us that we see. This awe-inspiring creation that we live in, that's where our hope and confidence needs to be. He, he keeps every promise forever. He gives justice to the oppressed, and he gives food to the hungry. The Lord frees the prisoners. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are weighed down. And the Lord loves the godly. The Lord protects the foreigners among us. And he cares for the orphans and widows. And I love this. But he frustrates the plans of the wicked. Man, that is awesome. God frustrates the plans of the wicked. We can see it. We see it all around us and evidence of that going on every day today in the process of the wickedness in this country. We see that God is frustrating the plans of the wicked. It's a constant fight. It's a constant battle. What a powerful piece of scripture. That's Psalms 146, 3 through 9 in the New Living Translation. I also found Jeremiah 17, 5 through 7. And again, in NLT, it says, this is what the Lord says. I mean, it's just pretty simple. This is what the Lord says. Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from God. Remember, this confidence is something about relying on someone or something. This says, cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, who rely, who put their confidence on human strength and turn their hearts away from God. They are like stunted shrubs in the desert with no hope for the future. They will live in the barren wilderness in an uninhabited salty land. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and their confidence. Our confidence is in the Lord. I love that, but blessed are those. All these other things are going to happen, but blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made their Lord their hope and their confidence. Psalm 60, let's see, Psalm 61, 1 through 5. And I want to, I want to read this in the Amplified, so I'm going to change it up a little bit here. Psalm 61, 1 through 5 in the Amplified, it says, Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. This is David again. I've been kind of hung up in these Psalms. I, I'm loving David's heart here. I'm loving his crying out to God. I, I, I can relate to this much lately, it feels like. I feel my heart is, is constantly crying out to God for things going on in my life and around my life and in, in my walk right now. And, and, and so I love listening to David because he says, Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. 
From the end of the earth I call to you. When my heart is overwhelmed and weak, lead me to the rock that is higher than I, a rock that is too high to reach without your help. For you have been a shelter and a refuge for me, a strong tower against the enemy. Let me dwell in your tent forever. Let me take refuge in the shelter of your wings. Selah. And we hear we see this word Selah in the Psalms quite a bit. I think it's uh there's you'll see it again in, in some of it in Habakkuk. Habakkuk, however you say that. Um but the word Selah, I looked that up and, and, and there's a there's some not really confusion. There's just some differences of opinion of what this word actually translates to in the way it's being used in the, in the Psalms uh, and in Habakkuk. This particular play, sometimes it, it, it literally simply means forever. Um, Ron and I talked about this recently, uh, and, I, and I found here what it what it probably is meaning in this in this selah. Selah is also used as a pause or a. Um, uh, an exclamation, you know, kind of like what, how we use that exclamation point. And I use a lot of them when I type a lot, you know, but it's kind of like that. It's an exclamation or it's a, it's literally making a statement, but here it, it is to pause and consider or weigh in. So think about this, you know, for you have been my shelter, a refuge for me, a strong tower against the enemy. Let me dwell in your tent forever. Let me take refuge in the shelter of your wings now, that is something to pause and consider and to weigh into our life, that we take refuge in the shelter of his wings. It goes on to end in verse 5, For you have heard my vows, O God. You have given me the inheritance of those who fear your name with reverence. What a, what a powerful little piece of Scripture just about our confidence. And there's so much more the Word says about confidence. Uh, I, I just I wanted to keep this short and sweet and to the point. I wanted you to catch what I was trying to feel out of this. The God of my confidence. God, you're my refuge. You're my strong tower. You're my hope in such a hopeless generation that we live in. God, I don't want to put my trust in anything else. You know, cursed are those who put their trust in humans. Humans are going to fail. I, I'm a human. I'll fail you. But the Spirit of God in me, you can trust. That, I, that that won't fail. God will never fail us. We, we have to be careful where we put our hope and our trust in, where we put our confidence in. Don't, don't let it be in the things of man, because the things of man are going to go away. Don't chase the coattails of the rich and famous, because when they die, they're going to die who they are. They ain't taking nothing with them, and they're not leaving you anything behind. You have to understand that our hope and our confidence and our trust must come from a relationship with Jesus Christ. He is our hope and stay. He, he, he's everything to us. He'll frustrate the plans of the wicked if we're taking care of the orphan and the widow around us. That's power. We've got to grasp the power of the Spirit of God in us so that we can do what he's called us to do, to live for him to shine the light into the darkness, to seek out that which is lost so that it may be found, so that, so that when the day comes, we'll stand and be judged for what we've, what we've given out in our life. You know, I've made this comment before. There's two books in the, in the heavens. There's one book is the Lamb's Book of Life. If your name ain't in it, you're not staying. But there's a second book, 
And that book is going to be record of us serving the Lord. How well did you serve the Lord on this time on earth? What did you do with your time? What did you do with the gift and the talent that he gave you? What did you do with your testimony? We overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. You hear me say this a lot. It's the power of our redemption story that sets the other captives free. When they see our story, they realize, hey, you know what? If God can save that guy, (laughs) he can save me. Listen, I know that story well. If God can use this guy that you're hearing today behind this microphone, he can use you. I guarantee you. I don't have the confidence in me. God does. God puts his trust in me. He puts his confidence in me that I'm going to get behind this mic and I'm going to share everything that he gives me. And he just keeps pouring it in, so I keep pouring it out. Follow me. That's what Paul said. He said, don't follow me because of who I am. Follow me because of who he is in me. That's the true story. God bless you guys. I hope you're having a great Friday. I'll be coming to you tomorrow. Uh, we're gonna, you know, we we kind of started something a little bit uh, different on Saturday. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little story t- time, so it'll be story time with Buster uh, tomorrow evening sometime. I, I'm I'm assuming I'll get I'll get this squared away. Uh, we'll talk about the valley. We talked about the wilderness last Saturday. We'll talk about the valley uh, t- tomorrow. So stay with us. Hang in there. Uh, hang. <laughs> we used to be the mo- what was that word? Hang in there. Friday's coming. Well, Friday's here. So you're almost to the weekend. You're on the downhill slide. It's almost 3 o'clock. You just got a little ways to go. Hold fast to your faith. Amen. God bless you. We love you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your prayers. Continue to walk with us in this journey. Continue to, to, to support us. You can find all those giving links uh, on our website and on our Facebook page. Uh, you can actually support us right here on this podcast. So follow us. Walk with us. Journey with us in this wilderness time, in this time in the valley. We will see the king, and we're going to see him soon. Amen. God bless you. We love you. We'll talk to you again real soon.